You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I am in South Wales for anyone who is my house move dilemma journey. Um, I'm actually here and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe, how are you doing? Hi, I'm great. I'm great. I'm so happy to see you with different surroundings. I loved your old house, but I can't wait to see your new Welsh mansion. The <laughs> <laughs> mansion it is amazing. So I'm really excited. Are you coming over, Joe? And us I am. Come and stay. Oh, so um, today we're really excited to be joined by Laura McDowell. And Laura is going to talk to us about copywriting as um, as numbers people. I think that words aren't always our strongest point, but there are some really amazing opportunities to connect. Laura and I uh, came across each other on Clubhouse and Laura was talking about sort of bringing your personality to your copy. And I think perhaps this isn't something that we realise as an opportunity. So I thought it'd be really nice to have a chat today about that. Laura, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, it's my to... pleasure. Oh, do you want to start by just telling us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, of course. Um, so I've been writing copy probably for the last 10 years or so. Um, and what I'm really, really passionate about now is I've made that move kind of from writing copy for, for other people, kind of being at my desk 15 hours a day, kind of writing copy to really teaching and training and supporting other business owners to write amazing copy because they don't teach you how to do this stuff at school. Like what they teach you at school is the opposite of what makes amazing, compelling copy. But like you say, particularly if you're a numbers person, like I'm not, like I hate spreadsheets with a passion. Um, so I kind of get it from the, from, the, from the flip side. But if you're more into numbers than you are into words, then I think it can be like a double barrier almost to really getting your copy working for you. Absolutely. So, okay, for this us newbies, um, that are listening today what is copy now because I know that sounds silly when you're a copywriter but I, I used to listen to this and think what are they talking about what is this thing copy yeah right now my answer to this is possibly a little contentious and there will be people out there who disagree with me and I'm absolutely cool with that so for me every single time you use words to try and get somebody else to do what you want them to do that is copy copy are words that drive action and some people think about copy and content as being separate things. So content being your blogs, your posts, your emails. But to me, it's all copy because obviously sometimes you're going to be specifically trying to get people to buy from you, to book with you. But to me, even if you're just trying to get people to buy into you, to your values, to especially, I think for lots of us as bookkeepers as well, you know, we are personal brands. We're trying to get people to trust us. You are always selling people on your expertise, on the value of listening to you. So to me, every single word that you write in your business, it's all copy to me. And um, OK, so do we um, I'm worried now that this is now feels like a way beyond just writing some social media posts and yeah. write like it maybe takes it out of our comfort zone with oh my goodness now I need to like create something special or I'm because yeah. I think one of the challenges that a lot of bookkeepers have with starting a business or growing a business is um the procrastination around making sure it's perfect yeah um do can you do this yourself can you do it yourself totally you totally 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 can and the best copy, it's not perfect, it's real. 
I think we live in a world now more and more and more, don't we, where we're all getting a little bit, a little bit jaded and a little bit fatigued by this like perfect, this, this, these images that we all see on social media. And your copy could be technically perfect. It could be technically like the best copy in the world. But if it's not real, if it's not you, if it's not just you showing up as you really are, then we're all just missing a huge trick. So it doesn't have to be a big deal. There's loads and loads and loads of different ways. I mean, really, really simple stuff that you can do in terms of the, the kind of mechanics of copywriting. But actually, when you're just showing up, sharing what you know, not being afraid to put yourself out there, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done and out there, if that makes sense. So how do we inject our personality? What things do we need to be thinking about that really really show us as we are if you know because some people are very private so I'm not I'm not at all private I will yeah. share anything with it well, within reason yeah. um I'm and I don't you know there's certain things that kind of are my non-negotiables like I don't swear on social media yeah. that just isn't something that I would do but yeah. I'm also I'm happy to share photos <laughs> of my children which I know Zoe isn't so everyone has their non-negotiables and their levels for them so how do we inject our personality when we've got these kind of things these rules that are unseen yeah and this isn't about doing stuff that you really 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 don't want to do because if you're forcing yourself to try and share more than you're comfortable sharing then you're not going to do it so it's about just we've all got our own boundaries haven't we in our own lines but I think for me bringing your personality is just not being afraid to show up and be who you really are so yes, you're a bookkeeper. Yes, it's professional. Yes, it's kind of it's serious stuff. But if you're a geek, be be a geek, embrace that. If you're really extrovert, like be that person. And that doesn't mean to say that you have to share every single detail of your life if you don't want to do that. But like if you love paddleboarding, if you love going up in your camper van at the weekends, if you love climbing mountains, if you're obsessed with your dog, if you love cooking or crochet or whatever it is. You don't have to bear your soul on social media, but or anywhere in your emails and your blogs, wherever it is that you're showing up. But it's a I know this is a cliche that people buy from people, but they buy from people they like and they buy from people they feel are like them. And when you let people in a little bit, when you get comfortable with just sharing and letting people see a little bit more of who you are, your ideal clients will see themselves in you and it builds those relationships and it builds those connections. People might not remember you for if they see something saying you're a bookkeeper, they'll remember you if you're a bookkeeper and you're really into camper vans and they love camping and oh, they've been there and I've been there and I want to go there. And it's all these really, really subtle little things that just build those connections in a much deeper level than if all you're talking about is bookkeeping, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I'm just thinking, so we talk about like branding quite a lot. Yeah. And what you're saying about knowing what you do and don't do, do we need to start thinking about some kind of brand guidelines for how we write copy? It's not just about like how we appear visually, it's also about how we sound, because if yeah. uh, when you're thinking about like your website copy and also yeah. your social media and perhaps how you're emailing your clients, yeah. We need to start, Do we? is a starting place to think about those guidelines. Yeah, totally. Just get clear on how you want to be showing up online. Because, you know, if somebody hears your podcast, if they see you going live, if they hear you on Clubhouse, if they meet you out networking, and they love you, they love your energy, they love your passion, they love your expertise, they just like you. And then they hit your website or your social media, and it's just a little bit dry. It's a little bit boring. It's a little bit formal, and it doesn't really feel like you then it instantly breaches that trust. 
And it's not necessarily a conscious thing, but it stops people taking action. It's like a barrier. So the more that you can figure out how you want to show up online in words, but the closer that is to who you really are in real life, the better and better it's going to get. So it's some basic stuff like, are you going to swear? Are you going to use emojis? Are you? And if you are going to use emojis, like which ones? Are you? For me, I'm all about the positive energy. Like I can't work with people who are mood hoovers. I'm, I just can't. So for me, the tone, the vibe of everything I put out there, it's all quite positive. Not in like a rah rah fake positivity way, but just the energy behind it. So yeah, are you going to swear? Are you going to use words like gonna and wanna and coulda and shoulda? You know, how are you going to communicate? If you start an email saying, dear. Sarah or hey Sarah or hey babes or I'm not saying you'd ever do that but like the way that you communicate it needs to be consistent so I think the starting point with this is just getting conscious and mindful of how you want to show up online making sure that that is how you show up in real life so if you're quite casual and chatty in real life and then you're showing up and it's all really formal online there's a disconnect so I think just actually getting conscious and aware of it is the first step and then everything starts to get way more consistent and that is something that I was told ages ago when I was writing a, a chapter of a book was just to write it as you as you would talk it. Yeah. And I suppose our how we talk naturally is like that is definitely our shop window. This is that's our brand. That's what we're like. So why do we feel we have to change it? And like you say, that's exactly what we've been taught at school. It's like whenever whenever we start a letter, we're like you know. And, is it sincerely or is it thankfully or you like we always we always think like that yeah. and, and it's actually I'm seeing that at the moment with my son he's just started working with us and um he wrote his first email to the whole all of our client base yesterday and it's really funny seeing him try and piece that together with so much thought and he wrote it out you know on paper first and then he made me read it and then he transferred it to a draft and and yeah. it's and I'm like wow this is the stuff you don't get tall and he nice. wanted to write it like a letter but yeah. also he wrote uh he, was, he, wrote, he said and like and I was like you can't write and like because that's what you know that so we've got to be careful how we talk as well obviously if it was his brand he could do what he wanted yeah. but it's mine and I don't say oh yeah. and like this and like, like that yeah. so um I'm, I'm a bit common but not as common as that <laughs> so <laughs> so I was like we can't write it but isn't that true if you if if how you are speaking you should really try and write how you would converse is yeah. that is that the right thing that, to do? that's totally it we've got three kind of golden rules for your copy and number one is write as you would talk or write as you do talk a brilliant way to do it a brilliant tip is um if you're stuck if you ever have to, if you ever have to write something you've got to get the post out the email out the blog done you've got to update your sales page whatever it is and it's just not flowing for you a brilliant tip is just to go for a walk, get away from your desk. And there's a brilliant app that we use called Otter, like the creature that lives in rivers, otter.ai. It's totally free. Um, but you can use any voice notes app on your phone. Just go for a walk and talk it out. And then if you use Otter, by the time you get back to your desk, you, it, um, you export it and you've got a transcription there that you can then polish and you can then edit a little bit. But then it really sounds like you. And yeah, we're taught at school, aren't we, that there's rules, there's grammar rules, that writing is a more formal way of communicating. And it was 50 years ago. But if we bring that forward with us, especially if before you started your business, especially if your background was in a corporate, legal, technical, which obviously I'm guessing for um, most of us here, you'll have had a, maybe a, a career in finance in a corporate environment before you started your own business. 
we carry all that stuff forward with us. And then when we start our own business and we're trying to connect on social media and it needs to be chattier, it needs to be more casual, it needs to really, yeah, sound like you would talk. Um, they're just habits, aren't they? And sometimes we have to untrain ourselves and kind of learn a different way of writing, I think. I love, um, well, I mean, I'm totally with you on dictating. Uh, any, I know some of the bookkeepers in our group have read my book and I did a lot of, I wrote a lot of it when my son was tiny. I couldn't get Otter AI to work for me. I think it's been improved since. I think it learns as you speak to it more. It learns yeah. how you speak. And, um, but I dictated a lot of that book while I was like walking around, pushing my son around when he was a baby in the pram, because I needed for my own sanity or something, yeah. I need to be doing, feeling like I was productive on those massive walks. So, and, and that means that the book does sound like me talking, which I think is helpful for connecting with people who are reading it and makes, well, I try to make finance not financey. So I, I hope that it did that, but I am totally with you on dictating that just, um, it, it does just bring your personality through. Um, how, so, okay, we, so there are certain, let's think about um, sales copy for your website. So I think this is one of the things that a lot of people are trying to do and get stuck on. Um, and there are certain things we need to tell our clients. We need to tell them what we're selling, perhaps what we charge for it or how it works. But, and it can feel like the kind of thing where you just list out what you do and uh, it, it's kind of matter of fact, but, I take your point that if people come to your website and it's very matter of fact and you're not actually that kind of person, they're going to go, well, this, am I in the right place? I don't know if this is actually what I want. How can we make this more interesting? Where can we start with that? Yeah, I think the first thing to do, if you've already got a website there and, you know, you're not sure that the tone of it is quite right, the feel is quite right, read it aloud. That's the first thing to say. And that sounds really, really simple. But when you read it aloud and you listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth, if you wouldn't say it like that, just change it, like change it to how you would say it. And instantly it kind of becomes more relatable, more chatty. But I think the key with website copy, well, with all copy, but particularly with website copy, is to really bring the emotion. Because, yes, we all need a bookkeeper. And, yes, the, the function of that and the process that you take people through, it is what it is. It's hard to kind of make that, you know, it is what it is. But there is so much, you know, we all buy on emotion. We like to think that we're logical, rational creatures. And we make these rational decisions. And those lists of what they get and how you work with them, that kind of ticks the rational box for the rational part of your brain. But we all buy on emotion. We do. And we need people to feel something. So when people hit your website, how do you want them to feel? Do you want them to feel inspired? Do you want them to feel like they're in a safe pair of hands, like they can really trust you? Do you want, I mean, what do you want them to feel? Because when they're in control of their numbers, that is freedom. It brings you freedom. And that's what we all want. That's why we all started businesses, isn't it? To have that freedom and that control over our lives. So I think just ask yourself how, you know, I know in your courses, for example, you um, go into a lot of the ideal client stuff. And it really is about that with your website copy, really, truly knowing your ideal clients, knowing who you're perfect for and really doing that deeper work to, 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 to really get under their skin. What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What are they telling themselves? What are they hearing? And starting to use your copy to speak to those deeper emotions. Like what do your ideal clients really, really want? Yes, they want a bookkeeper, but why? What does that mean to them? How are they going to feel once they've worked with you 12 months from now? What, how is life going to be different for, for them? 
and bringing that emotional side to it as much as the kind of nuts and bolts of, of what they get, if that makes sense. That's amazing. That's so, so cool. And so my next question is exactly <laughs> what you've just said. Like, what's the difference? Like, why should we work with a professional copywriter or do do you think we should be doing it ourselves? Like, what is, is it a way, you know, so for us as bookkeepers, we're very clear that most people, unless they're trained, don't make good bookkeepers and we have to undo a lot of the stuff. But copywriting, as you said, is all about our personality and our voice. So should we work with like a copywriting kind of coach, someone that helps coach it out of us rather than, because I've seen this a lot with, I've got clients, online online entrepreneurs and the money they have spent on copywriters and then not liked what was being said. And I'm like, because it's not you, you, you know how you want it to sound because it's you, but they don't have the time maybe, or they, they don't have the confidence. I think a lot of it's confidence for me. I do have definitely, I have a writing block, but love the idea of using some kind of AI to, you know, um, transcribe for me, things like that. But what, what should we be doing if we really struggle with copy how can we go about improving it or working with someone to get the results we want? Yeah, um, I think there is absolutely a place for um, getting a professional copywriter in and especially for the stuff that either makes you the most money or has the most longevity, sales pages, websites, all that kind of thing. But you need to be so picky about who you work with. And for me, for example, when we, I mean, we, we don't write copy anymore, you know, one-to-one for clients, but when we did, if, if for anybody that's thinking about hiring a copywriter, it's the energetic match. It's making sure that they get you. Um, and if you know if you're going to work with a copywriter and they don't want to spend a couple of hours with you on Zoom or face to face, really listening to your speech pattern, getting to know you, your voice, your values, your ethos, everything that you're about, then the chances are you're not going to be happy with the end results. So I think if you are going to use a professional copywriter, I completely recommend it. But just make sure that whoever you choose is, you know, really aligned with you in every single way. Um, But I mean, I'm biased. I'm totally biased about this. I think that copy is the biggest skill that we can all learn in business because it makes you money. It's it's just the biggest thing. And yes, you can outsource your website. Yes, you can outsource writing your sales page or, or whatever. But fundamentally, like I say, it's all copy, every post, every email, every blog. And if you can just get 1%, 1%, 1% better, the the cumulative effect of that across your business is absolutely huge. So, you know, writing copy isn't difficult. It's a skill like any other skill. Anybody can learn it. And it doesn't, you you don't have to be brilliant at writing copy. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be world class. You just have to show up as you and understand the basics, like how to write calls to action, how to structure your copy, the really, really, really basic stuff, and then just practice it. And over time, it it just gets stronger and stronger for you. Can you give us some tips on the call to action bit? So um, we we do need to be saying to people on, uh, we need to remind people that we sell something, don't we? And we need to say to them to get in touch with us. Yes. How can we do that without saying buy my thing or buy you you need to buy my bookkeeping services? Contact me now. (laughs) Um, What can we do about that? Okay, so I think there is absolutely a place for saying that occasionally. So maybe once or twice, if you're posting every day on social media, you know, once or twice a week and in in a weekly email, there is nothing at all wrong with. And actually, I think we should be occasionally saying 
here's what I do, here's how I can help you, here's where you can buy it. Because sometimes people just need bookkeeping. They just want to work with you. They've seen your stuff. Maybe they've been following you for a little while. Now is the right time. They just want to buy. So I think there is absolutely a place for doing that. Um, but around that, for me, every single thing you write needs a call to action. Every post, every blog, every email, everything. And obviously on your website and your sales pages, it's kind of obvious what that call to action is going to be. Some of those calls to action are going to be to work with you, to book a call with you, whatever it is. And my favorite call to action for that is if you're ready to take the next step, just click here now too. So maybe you show up, you share a helpful tip, you share something you know about bookkeeping, you tell a story about a client, something like that. If I can help with this, if you're ready to take the next step, just click here now to book a call in my diary. So it's a very soft, very easy call to action. But around that, you know, if you want people to watch your live, if you want people to comment on your post, ask them to comment on your post and tell you what they think. Like ask a question, think about opening the doors to those conversations. Um, and yeah, just, just before you start writing, before you start writing the blog or the email or anything else, just get really, really clear. What is that next step that I want somebody to take? It might be a sales call to action. It might be to go and do something else. But then don't shy away from it. Don't be afraid of spelling it out. Like our calls to action, they need to be clear, they need to be firm, and they need to be direct. So tell people where, what to do next. It's so frustrating if you love somebody, you love their stuff, but then you have to, you know, you have to trawl through three thousand posts to find a link to buy anything. So I think it's just about not being afraid to direct people and just recognizing that everything we do just give people a next step give them something else to do but you don't have to be that salesy pushy person if you if you don't want to be it it took me a long time to realize this i used to blog on my website when i was running the bookkeeping practice and it took me a long time to realize that people might be reading that and then go oh that's that then <laughs> and yeah. then just leave the website you really wouldn't if it links to some service you're doing you need to add a link or something a contact form even like call us here's our phone number kind of thing like this is what you need to do so hope i think that will have helped a lot of people to um understand what they can do next um okay so we've, we've spoken about sales um copy for a website should we be thinking should we be thinking them more I don't know seriously about social media posts as well. Um, I, you mentioned that you know all of our content is copy. Mm -hmm. Do we need to? Uh, it, it now feels like there might be a lot of homework, like a lot of time <laughs> on doing. How can we make this simple for ourselves? Yeah, so I think the way to make it simple is just the simplest way you can show up on social media. Because if it feels heavy, if it feels like a chore, if you're telling yourself, I've got to post on social media today, you just start to hate it. And that's, it's a real missed opportunity. So for me, social media is about starting conversations. It's about, you know, we've got a Facebook group. It's about hanging out in there with people that I really like and talking about what I love. I love writing copy. And I'm sure for all of us, there are parts of our businesses that we don't love so much, but we're all passionate about what we do. So when you start to reframe social media in your own mind as being something that I've got to do to being something that actually I'm just going to show up, I'm going to share what I know, I'm going to be a service and I'm just going to focus on starting conversations. And you know what? I might put a post out there today and it might not get any engagements at all. Tomorrow I might put a post out there about something I've done with my dog or whatever and it gets loads of posts. 
when you just start seeing social media as a way to show up, to be a service, to share what you know, to share a little bit about you, to build those relationships and to start those conversations, when you then do that consistently, and consistency is the key with this, isn't it? It's showing up, you know, every day or every, you know, every week or however often you're you're doing it. Maybe you're only on for me, I'm, I really only focus on my Facebook group at the moment. So maybe you're only on LinkedIn or you're really focusing on one platform. Show up, share what you know, be you and give people a next step. And just think about how you can start those conversations because those conversations lead to clients. Um, and it doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be stressful. It's just it's just your way to, to show up and get to know people. And I think for me, that just kind of takes the pressure off a little bit when you think about it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I don't even have a website, Laura, it's so bad. And I have, I don't really, I'm not, I don't do a lot of posts, but I do engage in other people's groups and I kind of get a bit of a, I've got a name for myself for being helpful. And then people are like, oh, ask Joe, ask Joe. So I don't even, you know, I don't even feel like I write copy. I just respond and ha and engage. Um, but I, I really try and I get just I get tagged in things a lot and be, but that's taken time to be offering up my advice and connecting with, and on Facebook's my pillar platform as such and I just I do accept everybody not everybody I accept lots of people that maybe I don't know but I've got lots of mutual friends because I want you know and I kind of think that kind of people and and yeah and then I hang out in our six-figure bookkeepers club because exactly that I enjoy being there um and I post anything about a post about the fact that I like to drink port while making Yorkshire puddings and they tend to turn out better when I've had a drink rather than if they're flat when I don't that's my science experiment and I'm sticking to it so I just post about life and really about being a mum and being in business I don't really ever say now do you want to learn about how to do a bank reconciliation <laughs> like because that's not gonna you know people don't want to know really what we do do they they want to know how we can help make them feel and that's that's what we need to try and do so testimonials are great aren't they like someone else's words are always really good if you're feeling a bit like that but so for me though still copies website things I've still got a complete block and I know you know I, and I struggle with this so what what do you do in your community to help people if they want to learn it because like you say it's such an investment and it is a skill like any other skill but it's a skill we're going to use every day and as it's got to be our own voice if we can learn this skill it's going to reap the rewards massively isn't it so what do you do with your group and your program yeah so we have a membership called the copy creators club and we take people on a journey in there i suppose so we start by learning the copy basics so like i say how to structure your copy how to write calls to action really starting to own your voice um, really, yeah, learning all the fundamentals, if you like, all the basic stuff that goes together to make really great copy. And then we work through um, nailing your emails, nailing your social media, nailing your sales copy, and then really extending your reach. So that for me, it's about let's, you know, let's learn the basics, let's learn the fundamentals for everything you write, but then let's get really specific about how to write amazing emails, how to write amazing posts, how to write amazing sales copy, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but like I say, it really, 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 really doesn't have to be difficult when you just go through that kind of process. And we work with people who come in and go, oh, my God, I can't write. I'm a terrible writer. My English teacher told me I was awful. I can't write. And then within like a few months, it's like, oh, look at that. I can write. I put a post out there and I get clients or, 
you know, when people get their website up and they get their first paying client through the website and stuff, it's amazing because if you can talk, you can write. It's pretty much that simple. It's just having the, the confidence is a massive part of it, isn't it? Oh, well, that sounds incredibly valuable. Uh, I think you're going to have lots of inquiries after this <laughs> session. Um, can I rewind a little bit before we wrap up? You um, you just mentioned about writing as you speak. And I remember that you said that there were three golden rules of copy. And one of them was, and I wrote it down, write as you do, as write as you talk. Yeah. Um, you might have mentioned the other two, but I'd really love to hear what they are again, in case, just in case anyone was waiting to hear what the other ones were. Yeah, of course. So number one, write as you talk, as we've talked about already, that is just absolutely huge. The second golden rule is write to just one person. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but there's this thing when we sit down to post on social media, we feel like we're talking to the whole world, like the whole world's going to see it. Or if you're using MailChimp or MailerLite or active campaign or whatever to, to send your emails out, there's this feeling that you're sending a mass broadcast to your list. Um, and that's the opposite of copy that's going to connect because the best copy is a one-to-one -one conversation between you and your reader, between you writing the words and that actual real-life human being who is sitting on their sofa watching Netflix, reading your email, reading your post. So it's about really getting under the skin of your ideal clients like we talked about before, but just writing to that one person, even if you hope it's going to be seen by thousands. Like a really quick win is if you're sending an email out on your email platform like MailChimp, write it in your own inbox first, as if you were sending a personal email to a client or somebody that you know, then copy and paste it across into MailChimp, but instantly it's going to feel more personal. It's going to you know, if we try and talk to everybody, it just connects with nobody at all. So making it really personal. So write, writing, uh, write as you talk, write to just one person. And then the third golden rule is that every single thing we write needs a call to action, like we talked about earlier as well. That's amazing. That's so, it's so simple, but so effective. And actually it's made me feel a bit more confident about the fact that um, well, firstly, if you're allowed to write and it's good to write as you talk, firstly, like you say, if you can talk, you can write. And then the fact that you're only writing everything to one person kind of takes away that overwhelm. And actually, and I and I know exactly what you mean, because sometimes I get emails at the weekend from someone that you know has come from like MailerLite or something, you know, and it's a group one. And sometimes you read it and you feel like, oh, I'm just one of many reading this. You it, you get that tone. But sometimes you get an email and you think, oh, this is for me. <laughs> like, um, you know, and you connect with it straight away. And they're the ones you read to the bottom and yeah. then get to the call to action. Yeah. Um, so it is so important to make that connection. And you're better off, aren't you, connecting with that one person than none. So exactly, yeah, and I think you, with your copy, where whatever it is, whether it's your website, whether it's an email, you want your ideal clients to be like, oh my god, is she inside my head? Like that's the level. Your copy needs to reflect back to your ideal clients the stuff that's going on in their own minds, what they're telling themselves, what they're thinking about, what they're worried about, what they're dreaming about. So the deeper you can go into the ideal clients piece, and then the more you can just focus on that one person that you would love to help and serve, the more and more and more it's going to connect and convert for you. I love this, and I love. I mean, we talk about ideal client all the time, and uh, this just shows how knowing your ideal client doesn't mean you have to take. You can only take those very niche clients. What it means is that you can talk to 
you can make your marketing much, much easier because you can be really focused on who you're speaking to, how to connect with them. Other people will see it too, and you will attract other people as well. But it may, it just takes the thinking away for us, doesn't it? So I really, I really hope that that has helped anyone who's thinking, oh, this ideal client thing, I just don't know where to start or why this matters. Hopefully that's really helped everybody. Um, thank you, Laura. I think we've all learned so much from you today. It's been absolutely amazing. Before we wrap up, wrap up do you want to tell people how they can connect with you? Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, we have a Facebook group called The Copywriting Project. So copywriting, all one word, The Copywriting Project. We're live in there every single Friday with just talking about copy. So like how to write your sales pages, your website copy, calls to actions, whatever it is. So yeah, um, you are all very, very welcome to come over and join us in there. I think we'll come and join you as well, Laura. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you so much for that today. I mean, I feel like I should finish with a call to action. If anyone's enjoyed watching the podcast, come connect with us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club um, on Facebook. Also, leave us a comment here on YouTube and let us know what you enjoyed and what you'd like to hear more about. Um, make sure that I do more calls to, <laughs> calls to action now. Um, thanks so much for your time today, Laura. Lovely to speak to you. Thanks, Joe, And we will see you all next week for another podcast. Take care. Bye. 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 Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.